Hello and welcome again to another edition of Teaching English is Fun. I'm your host, Jim, and today we're going to do another personality quiz. I really like this one. It's called uh, Which Path Do You Choose? And I think, really think this is a fun quiz. This is actually, I have one that I went over before, but I think this was my favorite of the two. Uh, in fact, I did this one a lot more than I did the other one. Um, now, I mentioned before that I love personality quizzes, jokes, games, uh, anything that, that makes learning fun and, uh, and teaching English fun. Because, let's face it, if you're not having fun in the class, your students are not having fun in the class. So I, I always, this was one of my favorite tests to do because students love to try and guess what the different answers meant. And um, much like the walk in the woods quiz, this quiz can be done with the whole class. If you have nine or less, now if you have a, a huge group, you can break them into smaller groups of like three or four and then have them share their answers with each other. Now, of course, doing quizzes every day will not really make for an academic lesson, but it's a nice break. And I recommend diversionary classes about once a week to take a break from the standard book you're doing. My last school actually had me teaching students who were in classes for like eight hours a day. They were learning English eight hours a day. It was uh, kind of a cram course for the Korean military. So even though they only saw me four out of those eight hours, um, I, I usually tried to look for things that could get them out of their seats and get them excited at least a couple times a week so that they weren't just sitting and, and doing things. In fact, I, you know, I made it a kind of challenge to try to keep them energized and keep them motivated because uh, it's not always hard to do when students are sitting in a class for eight, eight hours at a time, right? Uh, especially in military uniform. Now, Let's go ahead and get into the lesson right here. Uh, this is called, Which Path Do You Choose? I'm gonna read this off, and uh, if I have students out there who are listening to this, you can follow along, and you can try to answer, maybe write down your answer, and then, uh, or, or if you wanna practice with your friends, you can do that. Also, for your teachers, this is something that I did, and I've mentioned this before on some of my other podcasts. You can always play this for your students. It's kind of a, a listening exercise, and you can give them the written, uh, the written copy later, but see if they can understand and follow along. Um, it's just another way to do this class. So let's go ahead and begin. Imagine that you are walking to your boyfriend or girlfriend's house. And of course, I had some married people, so I could say maybe your husband or wife's house as well, right? Uh, maybe you guys are, you know, before you got married, right? Uh, so, now there are two roads to get there. One is a straight path that takes you there quickly, but it is very plain and boring. The other path is curvy, and it's full of wonderful sights along the way, but it takes quite a while for you to reach your loved one's house. Now, um, I want to point out for this right here. Students always think that they're walking with their loved one. You're, you're walking alone when you're walking to your loved one's house. So which path do you choose? Short or long? All right, and you can go ahead and answer that together or uh, go over those. You can put a pause on this and do that. Now let me go on to number two. On the way, you see two rose bushes. 
One is full of white roses. One is full of red roses. You decide to pick 20 roses for your boyfriend or girlfriend. Now you can choose any combination you wish, but the total must equal 20. For example, you may choose all white or all red, 10 white, 10 red, 15 white, 5 red, or any other combination that you want. So which color combination do you choose? Okay, now moving on to number three. You finally get to your boyfriend or girlfriend's house. You ring the doorbell and the maid answers. Wow, you're lucky they have money. All right, you ask the maid to go get your loved one or you, you can ask the maid to go get your loved one or you may go get them yourself. So which action do you take? Do you ask the maid to go get them or do you do it yourself? All right, and number four, now you go up to your boyfriend, girlfriend's room. No one is there. You can leave the roses, remember you collected those roses, you can leave them by the windowsill or you can put them on the bed. And the windowsill is like the little shelf that's before the window. And I know you teachers know that, but just in case I have any students out there listening. So there's like a little shelf before your window that's called the windowsill. Right, so you can leave them there or you can leave them on the bed. Where do you put the roses? And number five, later, it's time for bed. You and your loved one go to sleep in separate rooms, of course. You wake up in the morning and you go to your boyfriend or girlfriend's room to check up on him or her. You enter the room. Is he or she awake or sleeping? So, you understand? So you slept in separate rooms, you wake up the next morning, you go to their room, are they awake or sleeping when you walk in? All right, and then finally, this is a nice short quiz. Number six, it's time to go home now, and you start to head back. You can take either room home now, the plain boring one that gets you home fast, or the curvy sight-filled road that you can just take your time with casually. Now. Again, when you're going back to your house, you're going back alone. So which road do you choose, short or long? Welcome back from the break, and uh, sorry for that abrupt break there. I forgot to kind of lead out. Now, we're going to do an analysis. Now, this is, this is what all of those questions mean. So first question Number one, which road do you choose to take to your love's house? So the roads represent your attitude towards falling in love. If you chose the short one, you fall in love quickly and easily. However, if you choose the long one, you take your time and do not fall in love easily. All right, number two, what combination of roses do you choose to give your love? Now, with these right here, the number of red roses represent how much you expect to give in a relationship. The number of white roses represent how much you expect in a relationship. For, uh, therefore, if you chose all red and one white, then you would expect you would give 90 and you only expect to receive 10% back. 
Now, that doesn't mean that's the actual way it is. It's just what your expectations are, right? Maybe you have 50-50, whatever, but, but, but this is what you expect, right? And, the, and there, uh, if you have half red, half white, then you expect to give and take equally, right? All right, number three. Do you ask the maid to get your love or do you do it yourself? Now, for this one right here, this shows your attitude in handling relationship problems. So if you ask the maid to get your loved one, then you may beat around the bush. Now, beat around the bush means that you don't exactly come directly to the point. You may hint at what you want, but you don't openly say it. Uh, uh, here's a short example. Stop beating around the bush and tell me what you want. Right? So someone beats around the bush. They don't, you know, well, I think that it would be a good idea for this. And uh, they may talk around something, but they won't exactly come to the point. Right? Now, uh, they may even ask, uh, uh, moving on with that, they may ask a third party to intervene. So, for example, you know, tell her I said this. Well, tell him I said this. So you have somebody kind of help out you know, uh, if you have some problems. So you try to avoid problems. So avoidance of problems runs high is what it says. Now, if you went and got your loved one yourself, then you're pretty direct. If there's a problem, you confront it and you deal with it right away. You want to work it out right away. All right, now moving on to number four. Where do you put the roses? Do you put them on the windowsill or on the bed? The placement of the roses indicates how often you'd like to see your boyfriend or girlfriend. If you place the roses on the bed, it means you need lots of reassurance in the relationship and you'd want to see your loved one every day if possible. Now, if you place them on the windowsill, it means that you don't expect or you don't need to see your loved one too often. So, you know, so it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you don't need to see them all the time, right? All right, now number five, do you find your loved one asleep or awake? Finding your boyfriend or girlfriend asleep, you accept your loved one the way they are. You're not trying to change them is kind of what that means. So they're, they're sleeping. You, you don't expect them to, for example, wake up because you're there. Now, if you find them awake, that means you expect them to change for you. So I hear that from some, some girls a lot of times, right? I love him, but I want this to change, right? So, and I hear from guys, I never want her to change. Right. So anyway, I've heard that uh, famous story, right? Where Mary, uh, was it uh, women marry a man hoping that he will change, but he never does. Women marry a man hoping she can change him, but he never does. Anyway, or vice versa. So now going on to number six, which road do you choose to go home? Now, the long and, ro and short roads, they represent how long you stay in love. If you choose the short one, you fall out of love easily. If you chose the long one, that means you tend to stay in love for a, a long time, right? So I thought that's kind of a cool thing. Now, that is the quiz right there. I like this because, I don't know, these, these, these 
uh, questioning the answers are not always evident exactly what they are. And this can lead to a little more discussions about personality. So how did you do? Let me know how this went for you, either how you did on the quiz or if you're a teacher, how your students liked it in uh, you can leave a note in my comments on uh, the web page. By the way, I forgot to mention that. Uh, you can find this printed out lesson on teachingenglishisfun.com. Uh, I think there is a link in the show notes, so you can go right there and you can find this. So until next time, remember that teaching and learning English is fun. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, before I go, if you like this podcast, go ahead and tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your boss, tell your fellow teachers, and uh, spread the word. And uh, if you have the possibility, depending on wh what platform you're listening on this, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Thank you.